So I'm watching this series called Utopia on Amazon Prime. By the way, uh, welcome to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. And I am Terry Joyce. So I'm, wa- so I'm watching the series called U- Utopia on uh, Amazon Prime. And I don't, I don't know if um, you guys have watched that yet or how popular it is. Uh, I'm getting, the reason why I know it about it is because, uh, I, I watch, I I watch YouTube videos and it's been talked about in some of the YouTube videos that I watch and they've done an analysis on the series and I've heard a couple different people talk about it. One is uh, there's a YouTube channel called uh, Scariest Movie Ever with KJ. He did a video on it. And there's another guy called Pockets of Future. Uh, his name is Paul Romano. And uh, he did his take on the series. He's been watching it too. And because they mentioned it, uh, I, I thought, well, let me, let me see if I can watch an episode of it and see what all this is about. Because it it's about a pandemic, and it's about vaccinations, and um, you know when you watch the series, there's a disclaimer, and it says you know this is a a, a work of fiction, and any likeness to any characters or any similarities, any scenario, is purely fiction and coincidental, and. You know, the series is really outlandish. And so it almost to think that there should be any similarity between real life and the series is, is absolutely really frightening, to, to be honest with you. And when you watch it, it's it's like... It's like watching every single conspiracy theory that's ever been talked on any YouTube alternative media channel. You know, it really, in any plot, in any movie, various movies crossing over that you could think about is in the series. And the the main uh, protagonist is a character named Mr. Rabbit. Maybe I said that wrong. Maybe it's antagonist. Mr. Rabbit. Mr. Rabbit is the bad guy in it. And uh, that Mr. Rabbit is played by uh, John Cusack. And John Cusack has had an interesting uh, career. I happened to uh, mention the series to a friend of mine. He's a man that he's actually, I, I think he's 83 now. So his perspective on stuff is interesting when I, I like having conversations with him. And I made mention about John Cusack and he goes, oh, well, he's not really my favorite actor. And I thought that was kind of interesting. But I think uh, Jimmy's more of a Clint Eastwood kind of guy or Kevin Cosner kind of, you know, role. I think he, or maybe even Robert De Niro, but not, you know, John Cusack. Because I couldn't get into John Cusack. But John Cusack is my era. You know, it's it, like John Cusack, uh, you know, like weird science 
uh, you know, I remember when he was in Weird Science and he played like the dorky, geeky boy, or he kind of played this sort of puppy dog, uh, you know, kind of could be the geeky guy, but, you know, still gets the girl or gets the pretty girl. Uh, you know, like the, the movie Say Anything, or there was that other movie that he was in where he was, um, it had like all these, it had music stuff in it. He was like, a, uh, worked at a record store. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, he's high, high fidelity. All right. That's, that's another kind of fun one that's, uh, out there. So, and then John Cusack has started to play uh, some really kind of dark roles, or he he played the there's a play he can play a bad guy. He even played a bad politician once in a film called True Colors, I think, or something, or something to do with colors. And it had uh, James Spader in it, another favorite of that era, James Spader, and Pretty in Pink and stuff. Ugh. Gee, you know, he played the you know, the ultimate 80s yuppie. Rob Lowe, I, you know, it's, it's, he's part of that whole kind of brat pack kind of thing. But the Cusacks have had, he and his sister both have had, um, you know, big careers. I mean, I, I think that, uh, I think both of them were in 16 Candles too, which is, which was, which is, you know, a John Hughes movie with Molly Ringwald. So anyway. He stars in this part. Didn't he play Hitler once, too? Like, really, seriously. John Cusack really can play a dark side. And this character is, like, this character is, like, a cross between Joseph Mengele and Bill Gates. All right? It's, you know, it's, it's a conglomeration of people, and it's a whole network of... Well, it really... It really... It really has a lot to do with like mind control and eugenics and you know the the whole thing is about depopulation and then it, then you throw in this uh comic strip into it that's been written that people are following uh, like a like a guide or a book to real things, and it and it it is based on reality, so you know the plot is is that well, the, the, the series starts out. So the plot starts out with these kids or people. They're not necessarily kids, varying degrees. One of them is a child who pretended to be an adult. Go to this Comic-Con to purchase uh, the real copies of this... Uh, particular comic book and the copies were found at a house that this um, woman had her grandfather uh, give to like you know it's, it was like uh, part of her inheritance she inherited this house from her grandfather and her and her fiance go to move into it and they're all excited and they realize that it's just a mess. And they start cleaning it and they find this comic book, like like original drawings or original comic book. And they go, you, you know, and he tells his, you know, 
fiance, he says, hey, these comic books are worth a lot and we should go see if we can sell it at one of these comic cons. And they list it. And there's these group of people that I guess they were in a group online or friends online. And they were, they'd followed this one comic strip called uh, Dystopia. And then it became Utopia. And they, they were really into buying it. They were going to pull their resources together and buy this, buy this um, book. And the series is really kind of disturbing in a way like the first episode where it where it goes to and what happens over this comic book is um is frightening and uh because I mean, I don't want to get, I mean, I, I even feel like as I'm starting to talk about it, I'm like, oh, don't get your voice shaky. I'm, I'm trying to keep the podcast calm because <laughs> I don't want my voice to go high and become annoying to listen to. So it's actually kind of late right now and it, it's really about maybe one o'clock in the morning and... I'm kind of doing a late night podcast recording, but I feel like uh, tomorrow there might be a lot of noise and I won't have, I'll have, uh, I won't have it be as quiet as it is right now to record and talk about the series Utopia. Okay, so they go to this Comic Con and they, uh, this guy comes in and he has a suitcase and he buys, uh, you know, the comic strip for like $24,000 or something like that. $25,000. And they thought it was a really big sale. And he's staying up in the penthouse. And then this one kid by the name, his name is Grant. He's like an eight-year-old boy or a nine-year-old boy or something like that. And he's he was one. He's part of the that online group of people that were meeting to maybe collectively buy the comic strip. Then you have all these other characters that are there, but the main characters are uh, this one, you know, like two, like two guys and a kid and two girls. All right, are and and their their age range is probably like early eight, late twenties, early thirties to you know early twenties, and then you have the eight year old, all interested in this comic book that talks about a pandemic that talks about um, a a genius scientist that was kind of being held captive by a man named Mr. Rabbit. And Mr. Rabbit was um, making him make these um, bio warfare weapons like the like, you know, like everything that we've seen in these other movies, like 12 monkeys, like we know that there's biological warfare even. And then you can compare that to today. You can say, well, all right, a lot of people have suspected that the our current virus right now that's been released is biological warfare. We have a president that calls it the China virus. So a lot of people think that uh, this, the reason to have the virus, e- even for us, right, there is a, and you can say, well, that's a conspiracy theory. That's a right wing conspiracy theory. Because the right-wing conspiracy theory stuff is in the series. 
that that's what I found interesting about it. Like, because even though they had that disclaimer, like, you know, this is like, but not bought based on really true, any true characters. Like, we're not really talking about Bill Gates here or, you know, how Microsoft and Google are these conglomerations that, you know, may one day have the power to just digitally wipe you out from any type for any type of communication whatsoever. But, oh, let me stop because, you know, I am, I'm sure, sounding like a conspiracy theory right now. And this is just supposed to be like a 1 a.m. rant of me. <laughs> Sharing about how I've been watching uh, this series uh, called uh, Utopia, starring one of our, you know, Brat Pack, you know, one of my, my Brat Pack loves, right? I just, John Cusack, like, I even think maybe I even had, like, a, you know, a little girl crush on John Cusack, like, you know, I would think, wow, he would be, like, maybe the ultimate, his characters were kind of, like, to me, the ultimate boyfriend example of a man that I'm probably never gonna, like, ever have or experience, you know, pure fantasy, but for a hot moment, he was, like, that boyfriend, like, in Say Anything, like, the guy, well, the guy was whisking off on a plane with the, with the girl that he adored that he knew was smarter than him and yet he still he knew he wasn't worthy of her but he she was brilliant but he still loved her come on man that's John Cusack but John Cusack now is playing Mr. Rabbit a person who will do anything to sell a vaccination and make a buck off of it to infect the global population to have a in the vaccinations <coughs> that's the plot <clears throat> Excuse me for coughing. As I say that, you know, like I start to joke. In the vaccinations is the disease, is the plot of Utopia. And yet they go, there's nothing here in the film that has anything to do with real life. And yet they cross things over in real life for us on the series. You know, for example... <laughs> They talk about SARS and uh, uh, the swine flu and the characters talk about it as if, yeah, that was part of the biological warfare that really didn't do the job that it is uh, you know, doing now. Anyway, on that note, I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. So, stay tuned. Welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. I'm Terry Joyce, your host, and we are talking about the series Utopia, which is on Amazon Prime. And I've been watching, I don't know, I've, I've, I'm up to episode six, I believe. I think I watched episode six. And uh, it's about uh, a global pandemic that is 
created on purpose by a man named Mr. Rabbit, played by John Cusack, who is a quote-unquote a globalist who wants to depopulate the planet to further the health of the planet. It's like the philosophy that he tells his children, which will, that's comes into question because the children that he's raising are of all different nationalities. And you realize that obviously he's not the biological parent, although they're all kind of his children. It's kind of almost, kind of almost a little bit of Jim Jones, even cult making the uber men uh, a lot of the characters uh have really mind control they're under mind control uh they all like john the john the mr rabbit character will say to his children when they have before they're going to eat now what did you do today to earn your place on this great planet like what did you do that furthers the agenda of the depopulation, <laughs> like the preserving the planet, not the people on the planet. Um, and even as I say that right now, I, I feel uh, a sadness inside myself. Like it's almost like the air is being deflated a little bit, which is kind of a metaphor to this because, you know, we have, COVID-19, which is, you know, about the breath, or I can't breathe, I need to breathe, I need space, what does breathing mean? Like today, I um, put on this sweater that I bought on, you know, the, one of the Facebook advertisements, and I, it's like a sweater, and I, I needed, I need some stuff, I needed to, some of my clothes were getting kind of threadbare and I thought, well, I got to get some new shirts. I got to get, I got to, you got to have shoes, you know, you have to have the basics and, you know, who knows what we're going to be facing right now. So I got this sweater and it, it looks like a turtleneck kind of a, like a turtleneck kind of, uh, but when you pull up on it, it's a mask. It's a mask with little things that you can put behind your ears. And and it works. It's convenient. It's like, do I have a mask? Oh, yeah, I have a mask. Oh, excuse me, officer. You think I'm not wearing a mask? Oh, well, let me just rectify that. And there you just pull it up and put it over your ears. And, and I thought, well, you know, if I got one, maybe I'll get a couple of them. And some of the masks leave a lot to be desired, don't they? I mean, I got this one mask that it's, it was like, uh, it, it was, it, it was clear so you could see your face underneath it. <laughs> and, uh, it just didn't fit right. It was just hideous. I, I go, I'm not going anywhere in that. But I wore the, uh, I wore the mask out today with a mask sweater is this kind of depressing really 
And then, and then this, this series where the characters, you know, are being criticized, like, oh, you think the comic strip means something? Well, you're a conspiracy theorist, or you're one of those people that there's a plot to uh, depopulate the planet with biological warfare. <laughs> and then you realize, like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. It's happening. And that the comic book itself is like a roadmap to what's really going on. Like even because like, like I said, I'm in the plot, you know, there's, there's a Mr. Rabbit who has, has control over this genius science that says that he makes, makes him make the biological warfare. And then he, there's a daughter, uh, Jessica Hyde. And you see the little girl, and you see these different characters, and the book is almost there. Like if if Jessica Hyde were to read the book, it would it would put all the puzzles of who she is, because she's trying to find her father. But you realize that even like I know by now by episode six that Jessica Hyde is in a program. Jessica Hyde's like a trained assassin. All that's all like she is a part. She's actually a part. Like Mr. Rabbit wants control of Jessica Hyde because Je Jessica Hyde is rogue. And, uh, and then you have these people that have been following the comic book that get caught up in the what they thought was conspiracy. Everything that they had been studying, they find out that it's true. And they're all kind of playing out their role in this end of times, uh, scenario. And <clears throat> the most, <clears throat> me, as I cough, I, I have allergies and I smoked a little weed today. So, uh, it's probably irritating me a little bit. Uh, so yes, I use cannabis cause that's how I cope with <laughs> with this craziness that's going on, you know, I just it's kind of trippy to watch a series that, well, it's just fictional. It's don't get caught up, don't be conspiracy theorists. But we're gonna make a movie about every conspiracy theory that you ever thought about uh, out there. I mean, I, like, I want to make note in this podcast that there's a scene where the children are getting sick. It's kind of the opposite of, of COVID where it's the elderly that's getting sick. It's the children that are, that are sick. And even according to all the characters that are part of working underneath the dynasty of, you know, of Mr. Rabbit, they all believe that the children being sick is a sacrifice. They they call it a sacrifice. Well, we know it's a sacrifice, but it's a sacrifice that we all came to a conclusion on that was necessary. Like they find it necessary. Like it's like, there's this kind of like, I'm being benevolent. I'm the person who thinks about the greater good because we're willing to sacrifice other human beings for the, uh, for the greater good. And if I were called upon to sacrifice myself to earn my place on this great planet, as the character pretty much instructs everybody as a mantra to say, what did you do to, 
to earn your place on this great planet. Uh, that's how they think. Like, even if their purpose is to die, because there's this one scene, there's this one scene where these two twin girls, and one of them is uh, pretending to be sick while uh, a person who may have a vaccination for this particular biological warfare but it hadn't been really fully tested in the trials but he's there where there's a bunch of kids locked down and he goes in in his bio suit and there's this other guy who acts like he's a doctor too but he's faking it and uh he's saying my daughter's in there please let me in with you i just gotta see her or whatever so he brings him in and then this guy convinced convinces the scientists who created the vaccination to try it on his daughter anyways because she's dying what do we got to lose even though it hasn't gone through the fda trials why don't you just go ahead and you know try it on her and he goes okay and he gets a blood sample and he and he comes back and he gives the vaccination and he leaves for like I guess he goes, I'll be back in 12 hours. Well, within that 12 hours, all of a sudden you see that this twin pops out of the girl in the bed. And they're all laughing and giggling. And Mr. Mister Rabbit, played by John Cusack, comes out and goes, oh, what did you girls? What did you girls? What did we learn? What did we learn today? Well, guess what? You get to do blank, blank, blank. And they, whatever blank was, is like a guy's name, Leo or whatever. They go in and there's just every kind of food and they're just chowing down, giggling and eating crab legs and lobster and all kinds of cream puffs and this and that. And finally, uh, Mr. Rabbit looks over at the two little girls or they're like teenagers, right? Maybe, tw maybe tweens. And he says, okay, which one of you is going to live their high, their, their purpose today? And the one girl gets selected and he puts a, a wafer in her mouth to give her the disease, the actual infection. And uh, she actually takes the vaccination. Or actually, she lies down in the bed. And she does. I think she is the person that gets the vaccination. And she dies. She ends up dying. She lies down and she dies. And then the twin comes in. And pretends to be her well. So when this, when the guy comes back. Yeah, that's what happened. She didn't get the vaccination. She just went and died. She knew she was going to die. They do this photo op. Like crisis actors and everything. The dad's basically a crisis actor. And the other girl comes out. Lies down on the bed. The, new, the twin that didn't die. And plays the part of being the person who's cured from the vaccination. And then Mr. Rabbit gets everybody all riled up to get to take this vaccination. Now, before this happens, all right, because I keep missing to tell you this point. I say, I got to make sure you you hear this. And then I, I go off on a tangent on it, onto something else. But there's this one scene, like his character, Mr. Rabbit, made some plant-based meat that people are eating and he's giving to the children and there's these activists that are saying it's the meat that made them get the virus and 
he calls it, well, that's just a right-wing conspiracy. Like, he tells the press that the people who think that the meat is causing the virus is a right-wing conspiracy. And the fact that the series said that, and again, the series is not supposed to be about real life or real characters, any similarity to those characters do not get construed of that reality. But Anytime you're talking about somebody talking about like, well, where did the virus come from or talking about like maybe being anti-vaccination or any of those kind of things, it's always right wing. Like apparently if you're a liberal or maybe maybe if you're even a libertarian, you're you you're perfectly fine with just trusting your arm, you know, to just give up your arm for any vaccination. But I'll tell you this. The series Utopia does not make it more convincing to trust anything else that's going on, even though they tell us that it's just based on pure fantasy. And there is no real plot to de depopulate the, you know, the, the earth. And every single vaccination is safe. And yet we, we know that's not particularly true, that every vaccination is safe. But then again, as I say this, you know, I'm sure I have to be very careful because, you know, I'll be called a right-wing conspiracy theorist and then I'll be just taken down from the digital footprint of saying anything of any type of opinion because we're just supposed to trust Big Pharma to have our back because Big Pharma's always had our back and always been the person to cure and be part of the greater good for humanity, <laughs> When clearly we know that organizations like Bear and Monsanto and GlaxoSmithKline have not necessarily the most purest past, but rest assured, don't worry about it because vaccinations and pharmaceutical companies that give vaccinations are completely protected without having any type of lawsuit because some sort of bill got passed. I. You know, Robert Kennedy's been talking about it, but then again, you know, he's been labeled and put in the right-wing conspiracy camp stuff. And so, you know, now I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm kind of a bummer because I took you from the fantasy world of Amazon Prime, just giving you characters based on somebody's imagination. <laughs> and I brought you down to real life that I could probably even get in trouble for talking about in any way, shape, or form to tell you that I have any sentiment that would lean in any direction of any type of deception to be euthanized or taken away like any of those even 70 films like Soylent Green or Logan's Run or just the sort of man versus machine Terminator-esque comic book type of stories that have an apocalyptic ending or circumstances. I mean, I don't want to Mad Max yourself out into some sort of like depression tonight or any day that you may be listening to this, but I just want to make mention of Utopia and that cute, sweet, silly boy from the John Hughes films. And then also he played Hitler, and now he's now playing Mr. Robin and other things. I mean, granted, he's he's just an actor, and 
this is just fantasy. And none of the characters are in any way remotely connected to anything that's happening in the real world. Well, thank you for listening to the show. I'm Terry Joyce, and I'll talk to you next time.